Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Starting recording five, four, three, two... All right. Hey, food fam. This is Chef Jeffrey Schlissel of the Walk and Talk podcast. We're here in Midtown Tampa at Salimar with Chef Alex and Chef Jonathan. Thank you so much for letting us take over the restaurant today. We've got something really, really, really dope happening today, but I am actually not going to be talking about it. We have somebody that will be talking about it, but stay tuned to, towards it. We're filming the Dirty Dash. It's part of the Walk and Talk Media Group. We have the Dirty Dash. We have the Restaurant Recipes. We have the Restaurant Life, which is our magazine. We also have the YouTube content too. So check it out. We're everywhere that you can possibly think of. What are we doing? We're talking about the restaurant industry and stay tuned because today it is absolutely phenomenal because we have none other than the bartender Julio is rocking it out with the drinks. So what are we doing today? Let's get to that. So with that being said, we get to start some new music today. So sitting across the table for me, because right to my right, we have John Hernandez from Ibis Images taking some beautiful food shots. We also have Willie over yonder to my left filming uh, Julio behind the bar. But Chris, Chris is sitting right across the way from me. Chris, what was your last name again? I completely forgot like a brain fart that I am. Bartholomew. Bar- I love that name, Bartholomew. <laughs> it almost like you're a warrior with already in that name. Who do you work for? So I work for uh, Mark Anthony Brands, uh, which is the parent company of White Claw. Are we talking about Mark Anthony as in Mark Anthony the singer? No, not so much. So I want to make sure. <laughs> there we go. Although we've had some people make that. Uh, that yeah, that, that correlation yeah. and yeah. ask that question. <laughs> so how did the brand get started and when? So White Claw started uh, 2016. Uh Little background is that our uh, our founder and owner uh, Anthony Van Mondel uh, is from Canada. Um, he has been in the industry, sort of one of those, you know, fake it till you make it. Not fake it till you make it, but maybe I got gotcha. cut that out. But uh, but one of those folks that you know really, you know, self made person, literally selling wine out of the back of his car at 22 years old and uh, early 70s, and then uh, has a passion for wine um, and worked his way up that way. Has some wineries over in Canada uh, across the border from from us, and then uh, basically. 1999, he created Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh. So April Fool's Day, 1999. That's awesome. That. I didn't even know that that was, okay, that's cool. And then how did it morph into the brand White Claw now? Yeah, I, I, from what I understand, you know, he was he was really into vodka sodas, but he he just figured somebody could do something better and make it convenient and as well as, um, you know, something that 
basically is, you know, consistent and you can get anywhere. Um, and so that's where he created White Claw. Now, White Claw does not have vodka in it, our new product uh, that we'll get to. Uh, does have uh, our vodka that we're actually making uh, ourselves, uh, but uh, basically, you know, put, put it out there on the market. We weren't the first, but we were the first to really hit in the market, and right. then just skyrocketed from there. Cool. Is your flavors different from what's out there now, or kind of the same flavor profiles, or what makes what differentiates the brand beside the vodka? The whole White Claw brand? Yeah, well, the vodka is specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we use, uh, basically, we make our own fruit flavorings. Mm-hmm. Um, we use uh, dried fruits to do that. And um, most other folks are basically buying ingredients off the shelf from, you know, the mass market um, industrial complex. We make our own. So that's what sort of sets ours apart. A little bit flavors. more fresher, a little more complex, a little bit more like the original flavor of the actual whatever you're utilizing. Correct. In the I, I, I like to say it's sort of like a three-dimensional flavor. You get you get the full elements. It's not just like a one-note something. You get like the whole experience when you have our, our black cherry original um, White Claw, which is our number one seller. It tastes like cherry. It's not cough syrup. It's not candy. You get the full dimension of the tart, the sweet. The you know biting into the you know juicy flesh and it's yeah it's it's something different. <laughs> so now with the the four brands that you four uh, new SKUs that you came out, I got to talk like you know industry now. Yeah, the four SKUs that you guys came out with now, which ones are your favorite and what are they? So the new product we have is our White Claw Vodka Soda. Um, so four flavors. We launched all of those at the beginning of this year. Uh, Florida was actually one of the first markets to get it and uh, sort of trickle into the market. We we. I think it was the end of March that we put our, our full media um, blitz on it. Uh, but uh, we have a wild cherry sort of differentiating from yeah. our, our black cherry flavor. The thumping you hear is John very carefully, <laughs> delicately. <laughs> Don't worry, John. He's trying to put uh, a shot together. And literally, we're talking maybe an arm and a half length from us. So that's what you're hearing, the thunking. The cans are absolutely beautiful. You were talking about the first one. Is that the one he's shooting now or is that the peach? Uh, we have the wild, uh, wild cherry. Oh, that's the wild cherry. Yeah, the wild cherry. I'm I'm really game for that peach one. And so we peach got, is my favorite. Is of, it of the four flavors oh, that we put out? Yeah. I love peach. So you have the black, black cherry, black cherry, uh, watermelon, uh, as well as um, the peach. What you get? It's my favorite. And then uh, pineapple. Pineapple. That's the other one. Pineapple. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So these these you can get at any of the supermarkets or, or oh, no, yeah. not supermarkets because it's got vodka in it, right? Well, so. It, it, Certain states are different. Here in Florida, um, basically RTDs are ready-to-drink uh, cocktails um, that are spirit-based below a certain alcohol level um, can be sold in basically anywhere that's just a beer wine. So, so, so Publix, supermarkets, Publix, Winn-Dixie, all them, yep. game on. So yep. if somebody game wants on. who's hearing this podcast in Florida, definitely can walk in and pick some of these up. And Correct. We're shooting here with the recipes. We're going to have those on our Walk & Talk media so that people that are hearing about this wonderful new flavors of peach, watermelon, pineapple, and wild berry, they can wild whatever. Cherry. Wild cherry. sorry. <laughs> um, you got Julio, what, the, the quote-unquote chef or mixologist back there throwing it down. But what is the your background? Chef. Yeah, the bar chef. <laughs> what is your background? How did you get involved in this? Yeah, so uh, I, I've been in and around the restaurant industry my whole life. Uh, my dad, uh, growing up, uh, he was a chef. Uh, when I was born, he was already an executive chef, but he'd been a sous chef. He worked for Marriott Corporation for over, almost 45 years. Uh, opened up the uh, the Marriott Marquis. He was the executive chef of all the restaurants there in Times Square in, in Manhattan. Um, really sort of paved the way for that area before, you know, then everything sort of went Disney. Right. <laughs> yeah. Demented Disney. Yeah. Uh, 
And so because of that, I was in and around restaurants and hotels and, and everything my whole life. So I was like, you know, destined to go that way. And I went other directions. I sort of, you know, played around with the, uh, the entertainment industry, tried to get into modeling and acting, which I did for a while. Drumming. I, I played in a, a band that toured around the Southeast. What uh, kind of drum? out of Atlanta. What, what was your drum that you like? What was your favorite? Don't say Sildjian because we all know that's the greatest <laughs> symbol ever made. But what, what was your drum? Who's so so I, I, I was a Pearl drummer. Thank you. I just, yeah. and who did, what house did you learn? Did you learn from Buddy Rich or the other? Like, did you go to take lessons or no? I, I, yeah, I took, I took some lessons. I basically tried to get anywhere and everywhere I could with, with drumming as a kid, you know, anything that was, you know, not necessarily free, but free, you know, like, yeah. so I played in, you know, all the geeky stuff, marching band and the orchestral oh, yeah. band yep. and the, and the, you know, the jazz band that would actually go and gig in high school and then started playing in my own bands, playing with people much older than me. Um, in the bar circuits when I probably shouldn't have been in the bar <laughs> and, and, and such, but no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm from the, uh, the John Bonham house of drumming. Yeah. So I actually, uh, my cousins who were much older than me, we, they would have a drum set and I would disappear at six and they walked in the room one day and they're like, they looked at my father and like, you need to get him lessons. Yeah. And, uh, Gene Thaler, who actually taught Ma- Max Weinberg how to drum. So he was the buddy rich house. Oh, wow. So I learned like the fundamentals from Buddy, the Buddy Rich house. Yep. It was, it was, and I had a Pearl drum set, and I still love to this day. I love the drum. Yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite things. You beat That's the awesome. crap out of it. Pearl, the best reason to play drums, yeah, right? <laughs> and what's ironic because I used to work for a broadliner. One of the guys I worked with, his name was Mark Siljan. He's a chef in uh, South Florida, Southwest Florida, with his wife. And I started saying to him, "I'm like, hey, um." Siljan? He's like, yep, that's my family. Wow. I was like, you're kidding me. He's like, nope. And this, the story goes, they made the symbols to warn the king. And that's how they started to do from the small to the big. And that's why they kind of cornered all the way up. All the way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's how they cornered the market because they made that brand. Hmm. And they were, that's how they came about. It was a really interesting conversation, but sidetrack. I, you know, when I have fellow instrument players and especially drummers, I get geeked out. Sorry. Yeah. No, so you awesome. ended up going where here locally you worked. Yeah. So, so because I was in and around the restaurant industry my whole life, it was just sort of destined to have that happen. So <laughs> it's funny how that works. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. And working, trying to work in the entertainment industry and break into that, you know, you, you do a lot of working in restaurants. Restaurants, Yes. <laughs> so I worked in wine bars and, and Italian places up in Atlanta before I moved down here in the mid two thousands, uh, and then landed at uh, sideburns, which is part of the, uh, the Burns uh, steakhouse group. Um, it's now known as Haven. Uh, but I was there for over eight years, um, worked my way from just working at the host desk and they have a Burns is famous for their, you know, server training program that takes two years and you work at the farm and all that fun stuff. We weren't that intricate, <laughs> weren't that detailed. You know, we were the sort of the trendy, uh, you know, sibling down the street right. from Burns. And, uh, but, you know, worked my way from the host desk to server assisting to serving to bartending. And, uh, we were sort of on the forefront of the, the craft cocktail movement here in, uh, in the country, but, but especially here in the Tampa Bay market. And that kind of morphed when you got out of that and went to the dark side of sales or sorry, the dark side of the industry, which is sales. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got to that point where, you know, the, the entertainment thing was, you know, not as consistent as it should, as it should be. And I'm sure it is for anybody <laughs> at the top. Right. And, and, you know, I was looking for something different. I didn't want to be in restaurants my whole life, you know, no offense to restaurants. I love restaurants. I, you know, I, I, a restaurant right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I needed something, you know, a little bit more consistent, if that makes sense, as I was getting older. So uh, so I started working for Premier Beverage, now known as Breakthrough Beverage, uh, as an on-premise uh, representative uh, for their spirits division. And uh, 
worked with them and um, parlayed that into uh, moving up with uh, Southern Glaciers Wine and Spirits um, in their, their luxury division uh, over in St. Petersburg territory. And then the pandemic sort of brought everything to a screeching halt. <laughs> Didn't it? Right. Except <laughs> for, for the people. liquor sales. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Off-premise and retail. Oh, yeah. They were, they were cranking and we oh, were helping them. I and, helped and, out. <laughs> yep. Definitely. I was I furlonged for about three months, so I definitely <laughs> helped out. Like nine o'clock in the morning, I think we started drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, the what, cocktail. What, what did you, yeah, right. Did you see the cocktail that just went by? I think oh that's God, the pineapple one, right? So I think it's the peach vodka soda. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. We're going to, this is what's awesome is we're behind the scenes. So this is what this podcast is today. We've got Willie shooting the dirty dash. We've got John shooting the drinks, Julio making the drinks. We're going to be drinking. So it's really cool. What I love about this little behind the scenes, because we've never done this before, just so no. you know. Yeah, we usually what I'll do is I'll shoot some video mm-hmm. and I might go online and say, hey, this is what we're doing today. And then later on, I'll put a whole thing out, like a montage. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we're doing this. So getting back to working in the pandemic and everything like that, you're with White Claw now. What's the day in the life of a White Claw rep? What do you do normally like for people out there to know? Yeah, yeah. So I started with these guys at the beginning of the year. Um, obviously, as we said, the pandemic sort of <laughs> forced you, <laughs> changed, changed the world a little bit. Uh, got out of the industry, got back into the tree, working for a boutique winemaker, um, covering the whole state of Florida. And um, uh, you know, it, it, we were a tiny little company, so I was looking for something a little bit, a little bit bigger, uh, which is where I found Mark Anthony Brands and uh, and White Claw. So, um, so I I focus on the on premise, which is the restaurant and bar side of things. Uh, I have a counterpart that focuses on the re- the retail and the chains and all that fun stuff. Uh, but you know, day in the life is you know you're looking at it. <laughs> right. It, it could be anything. It could be you know, in this case, again, first time going on a podcast and, right. and being a part of a shoot, uh, my work day, uh, <laughs> which but, is pretty cool, right? Yeah. No, it's it's fantastic. But uh, consumer facing events, uh, the the normal day to day is you know going into restaurants and bars and and connecting with uh, you know the leadership at, at those accounts and connecting with you know how sales are going uh, with our distributor getting together with them and, you know, figuring out ways to attack the market and go after our competition and, uh, and, you know, it's basically win in the market. Now the, the perception is out there and let's talk about the white elephant, right? The perception out there is that it's not a male driven drink, but from what I understand, it's quite the difference, right? It's the ratio is spot on right there. It's literally 50, 50 in all of our demographics. Uh, everything that we've, we, we pull from, from data and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's 50, 50. And then of those folks, 50% of those are also vodka drinkers. Gotcha. So they were taking the drink and adding it to vodka on their own. And then you guys just said, let's make our own. Correct. How did they come up with the different flavor profiles? Did they do like a, like bring people in and have a group session and talk about taste panels and stuff like that? Or how did you guys, you data essentials? How do you guys do that? So that's a little before my time with the company. <laughs> I, I literally stepped in as we were launching these products. Perfect timing. Uh, yeah, perfect timing. And my background in the spirits industry, uh, you know, sort of pulled into launching an RTD, a vodka-based, uh, you know, can, as well as our new vodkas uh, that were that were uh, launching in the market as well. So you say you kept on saying RTDs. I know what that means. Yeah, I know what RTE means too, or RET. So. What is RTD for those laymen that, cause believe it or not, we just found out, um, Facebook we posted and somebody who is not a foodie said we listened to the podcast. So there are people listening around the country, around the world. Yeah. RTD. RTD. Ready to drink. 
Isn't that just amazing? All these acronyms acronym. become them. Yeah. yeah. The problem is there's way too many. I remember I worked for a broadliner and they said LTO, I'm like, lettuce, tomato, onion. They're like, no, limited time <laughs> offer. <I'm> like, sorry. <laughs> so where do you see yourself moving forward on this stuff? Is this like playing with the drink world and or going up in the company? Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. Yeah, yeah, could be, could be any of that stuff, you know. I'm 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 a baby with this company, so you know I'm 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 looking to do anything, everything. Um, like I said, I mean, we do a lot of consumer facing events. I love you know interacting, you know, whether it be you know with our promotions company and then consumer facing that way, or myself, you know, being the one that's you know interacting with the staff, doing staff trainings, um, you know, getting them on board with the products, little you know product knowledge and stuff like that. I don't know. Sky's the limit. <laughs> is the vodka, and this might be a great question, based grain, potato, grape? So, so our vodka base, as I mentioned, we're actually selling our vodka uh, separate. We have a um, our, our two biggest flavors in our, our malt-based um, White Claw, our original White Claw, uh, the black cherry uh, and the mango, as well as pineapple, and then the straight uh, vodka. We're selling those separately. So the the straight vodka, the unflavored vodka, is what we're using in our, our RTDs or ready-to-drink uh vodka soda cocktails and that when you say your vodka vodka mm-hmm. is that it's called white claw vodka it's called it's, white claw vodka okay yeah. and that is uh it, it is a uh, corn based corn based yeah okay so, so it's gluten gluten so gluten yeah, free gluten-free. okay yeah Te- technically all the- spirits and it's i know it's a controversial area I, but I, I know are gluten-free but to be considered gluten-free with the ttb it has to be a base grain that is itself gluten-free yeah it's funny because i when i worked for the broadliner we came out with a peanut oil and they're like it doesn't have the allergy in it because after it goes through the processing the usda and fda and i'm like well if i was allergic to you know deathly allergic to peanut oil or peanuts mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to take the chance to eat the peanut oil just you can't go buy it but i understand what you said so it's yeah. great that you actually said that too i appreciate well, that side note i'm allergic to peanuts <laughs> <laughs> and and it is true that the uh i figure with the cold refining versus the yeah the, the, the process refining. when they when they do it they can extract that protein correct and it gives the problem to people as yourself yep yeah it's this weird like i never mm-hmm. knew this stuff being a chef on the line here's a question for you i remember yeah. how receptive are chefs and bartenders when you walk in compared to like um, a food dis- a guy coming a food salesperson? Well, for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm there to talk with whoever the leadership is. So they might not be the, you know, the, the person on the front lines necessarily, you know, right. The decision directly. maker. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm working with the decision makers, the, you know, the people that are the heads of, uh, you know, restaurant or bar groups and such like that. But I mean, as soon as they see the White Claw logo on my shirt, uh, you know, they're like, hey, White Claw. <laughs> yeah, you, you're a little more warm and friendly opening because you, you're not selling food. You're selling drinks. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. Um, as, as now Mario's back in there now. 
<laughs> and then we got frantic cutting of pineapple. Ooh, I can smell it. Yeah. Very fragrant. But uh, getting back to what you were saying about the, uh, the vodka sodas, you know, so we're making our own vodka. It's, it's five times distilled um, corn-based, uh, so it is gluten-free by name. Uh, we're, it's, a, it's a really cool process because we're, we're selling that. We, we, we put them both out at the exact same time so that, you know, you can see what the vodka is that's in our vodka soda. You can taste it separately. Um, we'll put it, you know, head to head with any of our big competitors, Tito's, any of those folks. Um, you know, it's very similar makeup on paper. Uh, but there was a, a really interesting uh, rule change in the vodka industry uh, in 2020, um, where everyone else wasn't really paying attention to stuff like that. <laughs> I, mean, I think there's other things going there, on there in 2020. And uh, so basically, um, TTB regulations say the vodka has to be odorless, tasteless, colorless, and basically on, you know, no defining characteristics, even though if you taste, you know, different vodkas, they all have, you know, different um, flavor profile, even with the same grain from two different companies, you know, diff different, different techniques, different stills uh, used for distillation. Uh, and they, but they changed a rule that allows you to post distillation, manipulate the vodka through fil extra filtration methods. Oh, so that would be colorless like like they do with the bread of water thing now that yeah. I saw yeah yeah, yeah. so taking out the more of the impurities exactly so so what we do is we go through some extra processes um, they haven't even shared with us what they are because we're in the borderline of whether we're going to patent them which then we'll have to disclose to everyone or we're going to just keep it a black box process where no one sees like the coca-cola secret wet recipe yeah yeah gotcha. the, uh, that's how old I KF am by the way or the KFC you know yeah right the 11 <laughs> spices the original spices exactly now do you do you want to when you go in do you also because you have that background in the kitchen knowledge and that fo focus do you think about going to the back of the house and utilizing these as a marinade too or even in desserts I haven't yet but um you're I like, welcome I like your thinking <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Send you residuals. Yeah, Ashley can definitely go ahead and put me on the payroll as a consultant for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always thinking outside the box, and that, that's one way that you can kind of manipulate getting that sale faster. Yeah. Is, yeah. And not only use it at the bar, because you've got to think peach would be great. That peach vodka would be great as a marinade for pork. Yeah. Or even the pineapple one would be mm -hmm. great for the pork. But then you can even think on it like if you're doing a pineapple upside down cake and you have a creme anglaise infused with that pineapple or mm -hmm. the, the, I don't want to call it the wrong thing again. He's got it backwards, so I can't see it. Well, wild cherry. cherry. Wild yeah. cherry. Wild cherry. That would be dope in like a flourless chocolate cake. Yeah. No, I can Utilize totally that. That because you, you mm -hmm. have that hand to the, especially if it's a clear sauce or whatever the chef or pastry mm -hmm. chef wants to do. So Utilize that, it to macerate some berries. Yeah. And then actually things. infuse it more. You can, mm -hmm. there's probably a tons of tons of things you guys can do as far as food um, pairing mm -hmm. for the back of the house as well as the bar there as well. So, um, Anything else you'd like to say before we get uh, out of here? Yeah, well, like I was saying, the, the, the long and short of it, so, so for, the, the, for the vodka, the extra process that we're able to do that they, when they change the TTB is we do an extra filtration. We call it our triple wave filtration process. And we basically use the force of equivalent of three 30-foot waves through this filtration. Uh, we also use uh, coconut charcoal. Um, at, at, it helps to raise the pH a little bit, but uh, basically what this process does, and again, this is our secret process that we're, we're contemplating patent or, or just keeping it secret, it, um, it, it smooths out the vodka. It makes it smoother than anything else. So whereas, you, you know you just told everybody the secret, so it's not so secret <laughs> anymore, but they don't know the ratios either. Well, they, they, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole process. We'll put right. it that way. Uh, but basically, it, it, it introduces controlled oxidation. So it 
from what I understand and what I've been told, it, it's about the equivalent of four years of oxidation um, through one pass through the filtration process. That we so have. that's similar to what you do when you're aerating an older wine through decanting. So you're Correct. actually opening up the flavor. Profile. Correct. And in this case, it's, it's smoothing out the edges of, of the vodka. And uh, it's, it just makes it more smooth. And we use that then as the base uh, for our vodka soda cans. What's the proof? Because people are going to be probably wondering that one. Yeah, so, and that's one thing that people have, have asked about. So it's uh, with our traditional white claw, it's 100 calories in the 12 ounce can, and it's it's uh, 5% alcohol. For this, it's 4.5% alcohol with the same uh, 100 calories. Uh, it's it's only that half percent less just because the, the alcohol and caloric content are, are different between. Um, the vodka. And it's our, the process our, that you guys are going, the secret process. Versus the uh, the base right. uh, that we use for our, our, our traditional white claw. That's awesome. But yeah, they're fantastic. It's just literally our vodka, our premium vodka, soda, juice. That's it. That's all you need. When it's yeah, good, it's good. And then a good bartender too. And a good bartender. Yeah. And I love what you guys are doing. I mean, this, this totally makes sense, you know, pairing them with cocktails and, and you know, you can drink it just as is or, or mixing it together and it, yeah, brings it to another level. So, Chris, I appreciate you coming on here, like literally on the fly. I love how Carl does it. Hey, we're going to do this today. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you. I, I, I see you over there. <laughs> well, we're just going to throw this on the wall, see if it works. Hopefully it does. Hey, and by the way, everybody out there, definitely check out these four new products from White Claw. They're incredible. They've got so much flavor profile. And you know what? Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com. <laughs>